Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Okay, welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I'm Rick Hyland, no special guest today. And this podcast is not just for entrepreneurs trying to scale their business, as many of my past ones have. I appreciate the uh, doctors and nurses and home caregivers and others that are still hanging with the podcast, even though I'm really focused on helping entrepreneurs scale. Today is basically three principles that will help an entrepreneur or any career or anybody striving for continuous improvement in their life. And it's actually three books that I've uh, read lately or listened to in Audible, uh, and they're by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan is the strategic coach leader, uh, someone that I took a course from 20 years ago that helped me scale my business or at least formative in developing some ideas to scale and have that great experience of 100xing our consulting company. And then Dr. Benjamin Hardy is a PhD out of BYU that now lives in Florida, uh, great author on many topics uh, on personality and willpower and a lot of self-development ideas. Anyhow, they partnered up and wrote three books that drive three continuous improvement principles that I believe in greatly and uh, would like to recommend them to you and share a little bit about the insights that I've gained from uh, reading and studying about these three principles. Uh, the first book is called uh, 10X is Easier Than 2X. Um, and again, those are by the two authors. The second book is called uh, Gain. Uh, basically, what is the exact title? He calls it um, Who Not How. That's about delegation and clarity. And then the third book is about the gap and the gain, which is basically talking about a key principle about performance improvement. And I'll explain all three and my learning from it, my application from it. Uh, that might be helpful for you in your continuous improvement journey, whether it be at business, at home, in your career, in your personal life, whatever it may be. So first of all, let's go over uh, who, not how. And basically, this book's all about delegation and how to delegate well. Basically, what I'm finding uh, with people is that um, there's basically two main roadblocks on good delegation. One is that they are better uh, than their employees or people around them at a particular skill set. And so it's hard for them to let it go or they want to control everything and it's hard to let go as an entrepreneur. But really to scale and to grow as a person, you have to let go, you have to open your circle, you have to delegate well. And then the second reason entrepreneurs sometimes fail in delegation is that they, um, and I'll really put it on the entrepreneur, they don't delegate well so people don't pick up the ball well. It may be because they don't have the right people on the bus, but um, more often than not, it's because they don't delegate well and really clarify their vision well and their expectations well. And so, and that's one of the learnings out of the book is who, not how. Um, the metaphor that I'd like you to think about is, um, remember at halftime at basketball games, or if you go to the circus, there's always the lady or the guy spinning six plates at one time and how, how amazing that is. And basically, as uh, if you really want to scale your life, your business, uh, that's what you have to do well. It's instead of just feeding off what I can control, what I can do, if I can get six plates or six people doing uh, excellent work because I've delegated and led well, 
it is powerful and you can magnify your efforts. Um, there's a lot written about multitasking and how bad it is. So that's not what I'm talking about. Although I got to be honest, I still multitask. Uh, I love working out while listening to a podcast, for example. Um, but what I'm talking about is being able to delegate well so that you can really leverage your time and money and freedom by allowing and 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 being good at delegation and be good at di- identifying the who's in your life, not necessarily just the how. How am I going to 10x my business? That's not really the best question. Who can help me 10x my business? Who can help me get my marathon time down to where I want to be? Who can help me uh, get my eating under control? So it's who, not how is the powerful paradigm shift that they're trying to create here. And I believe greatly in it, in my career, in my life. If it wasn't for the who's in my life and learning how to delegate and learning how to get advice from experts in the financial circle, in the health circle, et cetera, et cetera, uh, we wouldn't have been able to accomplish some of the things that we do. So uh, they're really trying to flip the paradigm. Instead of grinding on how am I going to 10x my business? How am I going to lose weight? How am I going to figure out who? Who's the expert? Who could you delegate to? Who could you contract? Who could invite in your circle to help you really expand? And I love that metaphor of instead of getting one plate balanced really well and, and within your control and no risk and I can do it, I can control it. Boy, if you let go and take a little bit of risk and learn how to delegate well, I could get six plates. I could get six times the magnitude of work done well. But so many entrepreneurs give up because their employees don't pick up the ball well or they lack trust in experts around them. Um, so Who Not How is a powerful book uh, that I'd, uh, as an entrepreneur or anybody in continuous improvement, you need to learn how to delegate well. Yeah, I, I, where, I don't know where I would have been in my career without, you know, the queenies of the world who is an EA who just continually picked up balls and magnified my efforts and reminded me of things that I needed to do. And uh, delegation is such a powerful principle. It, it does take uh, letting go of control. Uh, you have to be comfortable with that. But if you learn to delegate well, and I'll uh, actually, if you, whether you're listening to this on social media or the podcast, if you ping me, direct message, email me, I'll send you a, uh, a one-page template on how to clarify your vision and expectation. In fact, that's what one of the principles that Ben Hardy and, and Dan Sullivan talk about a lot is that that's one of the failings of good delegation. And once you identify a good who, is you really have to spend some time thinking through your vision and your expectations and the parameters and the support they'll need. So I've developed a template about that. If you're interested in getting that, please ping me, direct message, email me, whatever it might be. On, uh, but it's a key principle to scale your business, grow your career, um, improve your personal development. Uh, the second book and the second principle that I want to talk about is this idea of 10xing is easier than 2xing. And uh, it's an interesting paradigm, isn't it? Their paradigm is that, and I agree with it completely, is that to 2x, it's about incrementalism. It's about grinding it out and figuring out how you do things a little bit better. But when you have a vision and goal to 10x, and I'll teach you a principle not to get discouraged if you're not 10x yet. And that's the third principle or the third book, if you will, um, in a second uh, about gap in the gain. But this 10x idea is a paradigm shift. It's almost, if you're going to change anyhow, why not figure out how to 10x? Why not lift your sights, your vision, your expectations, dream bigger, dream higher, 
instead of grinding and increment. And who cares if you only get 5x or 7x? It's still better than 2x or grinding it or incrementalizing it. And it really forces you to let go control, overcome your weaknesses, study, learn, get out of your paradigm and figure out how to 10x your business, 10x your life. One of the first hows they talk about, and I really love the exercise and did a little bit of myself. Um, and it's the same exercise, by the way, when you're developing your purpose and your vision for your life, is go back and figure out in your life, when have you 10x your life or your business or things in your life before? And what are the principles that allowed you to do that? And that could be a big part of 10xing your life or your business or whatever you're trying to 10x now. For me, I look back and I think about my two-year service mission in South Africa as a 19 to 21-year-old and think about what a growing experience that was and mind-expanding, mindset-expanding experience to go out and serve people in South Africa uh, for two years as a 19-year-old. And it just completely changed the trajectory of my life. I think about running the Boston Marathon and starting at 34 years old and running my first mile. I was a basketball player and that became harder, harder to do as a busy uh, husband, father and uh, business owner. And so I figured out, you know, I'll start running and a buddy, Rick LeBaron, got me into it at first and some other friends. And um, I couldn't run a mile to start. And then uh, two years later, I was running a marathon. And then eight or nine years later, I ran, qualified for the Boston and the next year ran Boston Marathon in 2003. And that was a 10x experience or more and a le great learning experience about how to train your body to do something hard. Uh, and then the third experience I thought of when 10xing is the actual experience of uh, that 10-year period where we 100x our consulting business. And when I look back at what were the common denominators and learning in those three experiences and other great experiences in my life, I could put back, at least I'll share three of them at least. Um, one that you need love, support, encouragement, teamwork, people in your circle, whether you're running an individual event like a marathon or growing your consulting company, whatever it might be, you need supporters, teamwork, people to delegate, people to learn from, people to help and support. You can't do any of these things. You can't do any of these 10X events or 100X events by yourself. Even if it's an individual race like a marathon, you need a team of supporters behind you, be it my cheerleader, my supportive wife, busy at home with many kids, whether it be you know running people, buddies that uh, got me running around Draper, Utah, Mark Vosti and Alan Smiley and others that uh, used to pace me and get me faster. Uh, Rick LeBaron, as I mentioned, that got me into it at the beginning. You need a team around you, support you to help you learn, help you fail and learn faster. Uh, so that was one of the learnings out of 10X. The second one was you have to have a plan. You have to think seriously about how to do a marathon and get to that kind of speeds and qualify or how to 100X your consulting company. You have to really think and reflect and plan well. And then I would say, learn quickly. It's not about, you know, I, wasn't it Churchill that said that famous quote about it's not about the plan, it's about planning. And so that learning and that constant daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, learning from your mistakes and your wins and figuring out new ideas. And the third learning I took out of the 10X experience to help me 10X my next step in my life, my next business, my next life is this idea of you have to take calculated risk, well-calculated risks. I've taken some non-calculated risks in my life and failed, but when I've taken well-thought-out, not-rushed, calculated risks has worked out in business and my personal life. 
and I'll share some examples of that here in a second. So um, anyhow, those were my three experiences that I pulled out from my path of 10Xing. Those were the principles that I learned. You know, one of the things that I've mentioned in podcasts before, and I recommend to entrepreneurs when they're wanting to scale, when we our business was shifting and our commodity price in one sector was going down, we needed to expand and diversify. And we formed an executive advisory council. And we asked the ex-president of Chevron Manufacturing. I've mentioned Gary Yosavich and my gratitude and appreciation for him before. Ex-president of the Lindell Bissell, Kevin Brown, uh, deceased now, uh, took a risk on inviting them into our executive advisory council and the insights they shared, the strategy they shared, the feedback they shared, and the leads they shared helped us transform and continue on this path to 100xing over that 10-year period. But we would have been desperately stuck because the current sector that we were very good at was the commodity price was going down significantly and you would call it a almost a depression. Uh, but we were allowed to shift fairly quickly because of the trust and credibility these individuals had. And there, I'll, I'll be frank, there were people in the organiza my organization that didn't want to take that risk of inviting others in and, and seeing behind the kimono and, and um, leveraging uh, their ideas. And it turned out to be a tremendous success. So that's the type of things I'm talking about, a well-calculated risk. And you as entrepreneurs know the difference. You know you need to do that sometimes. And it doesn't mean you're too aggressive. You don't have to be super aggressive, just thinking through and taking calculated risk. And not all of them will work, work out, but a lot of them will. So those are some of the principles that I learned and uh, they encourage you to do to look at your past experiences of how you've 10x different parts of your life or business and how you might do that again. So I would encourage anybody listening to this podcast or viewing on social media, think through that. If I'm going to 10x my life in a certain area, my business, my career, what can you learn from the past experience of excellence, 10xing? And it's metaphorically, right? If, if you're talking about marathons, it's not necessarily, you know, you're 10xing your revenue like business, but where have you 10xed before? What have you learned from that? How can you apply those principles to 10x the next step in your life? Great book. Highly recommend that one as well. And you can see these principles are kind of building on each other. If you want to 10x, you have to delegate better. I almost should have done the 10x is easier than 2x first and then who not how, because that is who not how is a key principle to 10x, 100x your business. Um, that the big 10x people out there sometimes don't realize. But I love that Dan Sullivan and, and Ben Hardy have identified that. And then the third principle, man, this is such a key principle. They call it the gap in the game. And it, to be honest, I have not finished this book, but this is a principle I have preached, coached, trained in for 35 years and believe in. And I'll use my words now, but I am 100% certain this is exactly where they're going on the principle. And that is this. Yes, you want to focus on the target, where you're going in your life, whether it be exercise, weight loss, growing your business, whatever it might be. Yes, you want to focus on that. But I'm going to put a number on it. That's 20% of the focus. 80% of the focus is on your progress over baseline or the gain. And so many people, remember the stats on goal setting, only 18% of people accomplish most of their goals. And there's other weird 9%, you know, you Google it. Look how many. It's not a great track record, but one of the principles in order to hit your goals in business and life is this principle of focus on progress over baseline, not just the target. Because if you're just always fo focusing on your stretch target or your ideal, 
you're going to be tremendously discouraged. There's some goals that take years. I had a goal, and I don't recommend this for everybody, but I had a goal to get back to my high school weight. And it took me 30 years to do it. 30. And if I was just focused on that target, I'd be a very grumpy, unhappy person. But if you're focused on progress, if you're focused on learning, if you're focused on the journey, if you're focused on, you know, one pound, you know, whatever it might be, or learning how to exercise better or eat better for your body and personalize all the all the hype out there and figure out what works for you, it takes time. So focus on off your baseline. We always talk about in your graph, whether it be tracking your personal goals or your business goals, have them in bat format, baseline, average, target or actual target and trend. Of course, everybody looks at the actual, everybody looks at the target. Always say, keep a trend so you can see where you're going. Uh, some people know what they did yesterday, but have no idea if they're progressing over baseline. They know they're not at the target yet, but focusing over baseline is hugely motivational for self and a team. I cannot, and for mental health. So many people give up on their goals because they're not at their target yet. But if you focus on over baseline or your historical average, I used to be this. We used to produce this. We used to sell this. And I'm 1% better. I had a couple of examples recently in as I'm setting up business systems and organizations where I really had to um, coach this principle hard. They were getting discouraged because they weren't at their sales target yet. But yet they're incrementally lifting off of baseline. It's hugely powerful. To focus on that, it will actually help you get to that target if you focus on your progress and don't get stuck on, oh, I'm not at my target yet. Um, really important. And I would even see shift some of your bonus to be, yes, you want to, but you know, your bonus program has to be set on if the, if the if company wins, the individual should win and vice versa. Not, oh, I did a whole bunch of activity, I should get a bonus. Well, did the company? So I always like bonuses over, pro at least that over progress. And yeah, you can put part of it over the big stretch target. If you hit that, you get a home run bonus. But set your bonus program over progress. Reward people intangibly or tangibly over progress. It's a tool to help you grow and get closer to target. I've shared this example before of trainers, of dolphins, of whales, of, you know, anytime you're trying to train. Uh, or teaching a child how to walk. You don't, you don't focus, you don't celebrate once they've hit the target. They can walk perfectly. They can jump the rope. They can do their trick. You, you, you give them rewards every time they make progress. Why do we not do that in business? Why do we not do that in our personal life? Oh, myself, if I get hard on myself, then I really get motivated. Yeah, maybe for a short term. But if you want to be sustainable, long-term, continuous improvement, excellent. Focus over baseline. Focus on the gain, the progress, joy in the journey rather than just hitting the target. You're going to be one unhappy puppy if you just focus on when I, when I, my first child, last child's out of diapers, when I uh, get out of my student loans, when I, my mortgage is finished, when I finish it my college education, when I get a million, whatever it be, you know, you're going to be constantly just striving and grinding and never happy. But this is a key principle for continuous improvement, mental health, and progress in life. Focus on progress over baseline. Anyhow, that's that third book.
And I really think uh, those principles taught by Dan and Ben tip my hat to them. They're three key principles to striving for excellence in your life and driving continuous improvement. 10X is easier than 2X. Principles on how to get there. Um, what, well, one of the principles I like that they mentioned in that part is really stay in your zone of genius. Delegate everything else. And so that fits nicely into who, not how, right? But uh, entrepreneurs go, well, to save a couple of bucks, I'll do everything. In the meantime, then you lose energy for the really important things or the things that you're really good at. Delegate, contract out as much as you can and stay in your zone of genius. Those leverage points, those time, those strategic elements that could really grow your business. But so many people, uh, well, I'm going to save a buck, so I'm going to do all this admin duty. I'm going to do all this janitor work if I own a gym to save a couple bucks. But then you're not at peak performance when you're coaching your your people in your gym. You, you can't be all burnt out because you've been doing the books and doing the janitor and doing the hiring and doing the training and doing stay in your zone of genius, delegate what you can, contract out what you can so that you can 10x your life, 10x your business. Uh, focus on, on that gain, the progress, key principle to helping you 10x your life in any aspect of life. So. Anyhow, hopefully this was helpful. Again, if you want uh, the template that I mentioned about how to delegate properly and clarify your vision, please email or direct message me. This is Rick Hyland with Continuous Improvement for Life. Have a great day. Have a great week. Cheers. Bye.